of the Most Delicious Life podcast. As always, you are joined by host Hannah Issel. I am an online training, nutrition, and mindset coach. I'm a personal trainer, and I'm your go-to girly for everything fucking hype and confidence. And as always, guys, I'm so excited for today's episode. Um, I've just gone back from the hairdresser. We're trying to record this before Pete gets home. And do I have an announcement? As you would have known by the title, there's no getting around it. We've got to jump straight into it. My TikTok, my Instagram knows. But guys, I will be running every day for 100 days. And yes, that is what this episode's going to be. It's going to be an update um, how this goal came about, why this goal came about, why I'm fucking doing it, what my relationship with running and cardio has looked like, because I think that is also really, really important. And um, I'm not trying to get, <laughs> I don't want to encourage you guys to do 100 days of running. If anything, 100 days of running is actually quite intense. It's a bit much. Um, where's the rest? Where's the recovery, you know? But what I do want you guys to realize from this journey that I've set out to, to go on is that you can do hard things and is that you can stick you can stick to things basically. Like I want to show you guys that even if it feels out of reach, even if it sounds too big, too dramatic, too overwhelming, you can still do it. So I had been seeing over my TikTok more and more and more um, running TikTok content, basically. And I was like, wow, look at all these running girlies. They are amazing. Um, And then I actually came across this woman in New Zealand. And I can't remember her freaking TikTok handle. I really should. Um, But she did 100 days of running. And I was like, that is so cool. And then I just continued on my way. Um, I gave her a follow, continued on my way. I've been watching so many like running girls in the UK. It is just such a vibe. I freaking love the UK. Um, And I really, really like, I just ended up deep diving. I just ended up in this absolute rabbit hole. I went for a run on Saturday afternoon. It felt amazing. And basically that night I I turned to Pete, we were out for dinner and I turned to him and I was like, I think I want to be a running girly. And he's like, obviously do it. He's like, be a running girly. And I'm like, no, but I think I want to run every single day for a hundred days. And he did not even waver. He did not have any hesitation. Pete was just like, yeah, fucking do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I half expecting him to be like, why would you do that? That's a bit intense. Maybe just start like with trying to be a running girly instead of like setting a hundred day goal. No, no, no. This boy is like, do it <laughs> like a challenge. Um, and I was like, Oh, okay. All right. Um, and then, you know, I was talking about when I should start. Should I start in a couple weeks after my parents come? Um, we're going camping with our friends. Like I'll start after that. And even as I was saying it, guys, even as I was trying to find, like figure out the reason in my head as to why I wanted to start, um, you know, in like two or three weeks, I, I couldn't. I couldn't put my finger on it. Basically in my head, I was just thinking like, well, it's going to be easier once my parents are gone, once camping's over. Um, But why wait till something is quote unquote easier? Because then the next thing's just going to pop up. Then the next holiday is going to come up. Then the next sickness is going to come up. Then the next, you know, plane flight or busy week at work. Like 
And this is something that I talk about to my clients so often and and on Instagram and TikTok and everything is just that like you can't keep waiting. You can't keep waiting. And especially, especially if you have the idea now, if you've got the excitement now, if you've got the motivation now, why wait till Monday? You know, if it's Thursday and you're like, oh, the weekend's almost here. I may as well just wait till Monday. But right now on Thursday, you're excited, you're motivated, you're energized, you're ready to go give it your all. Why not start? Why not begin the momentum? Because on Monday, you're actually coming at it from a disadvantaged point where you may not have all this energy, all this excitement, all this, all this motivation. And you're coming at it already from a disadvantaged place of, I need to force myself to do this. This isn't happening because I desire it to happen. And because I'm excited, this is happening because I said I was going to do it. And now I have to force myself to do it. So we decided that because I ran on Saturday, I would take a rest day on Sunday and we would start officially on Monday. And don't roll your eyes, that does not discredit anything that I just said. This, the only reason we did that is because Pete is doing it with me, which is so freaking cool. Um, so we're both running every day for 100 days and he, he didn't run on Saturday. Um, and that's so fine. Like we had this idea, I had this idea Saturday night. So, and then I really wanted a rest day because if we started on Sunday, then it would have just been like, well, technically I did a run on Saturday. Um, so that is the reason that we started on Monday guys. But like I said, I don't think it's very beneficial to generally like push out your starting date till Monday. The excitement's gone. But you know what I did? I spent all Sunday watching girls on TikTok running, watching um, YouTube of girls running. Like I kept in that excitement. I kept in that momentum. It wasn't just like, okay, cool. That's over with. You know, I went to Cotton on Body and I got some new running shorts. Like I made sure that I kept that excitement high for that day where I wasn't running. And even though I only had to wait like one more day, I was actually really, I was itching to get out there. I wanted to go for a run on Sunday and I was just like, fuck yes, this is amazing. This is going to be so much fun. Now, the other thing that I want to acknowledge is that I'm coming at this from a point of comfort. You know, I'm currently recording this. It's day two of 100 days of running. Um, so I've, I've done two runs and I would still say I'm pretty comfortable. Like, yes, my legs are so sore, but I'm still pretty comfortable. And, you know, it might be a completely different story on day 30, you know, on day 45, on day 63, like I'm coming at this from a place of like, I've got the world ahead of me. I've got so much excitement. I've got so much motivation. I've got so much energy. And this is another place where I think people have their downfall is they don't actually acknowledge that their starting point is from a place of excitement and from a place of comfort. And what, because when you're starting, you're so excited, you've got this like massive heat of dopamine, you know, you're telling people this new venture that you're out on, like think, you know, maybe you're starting, um, a, a diet or maybe you're starting like back at the gym or something like that. And you're telling everyone and you're getting this like validation from yourself. Cause you're like, yep, look at me go. I'm doing this thing. But they're all, you're also getting validated from these other people. Like, oh my God, congratulations. Going back to the gym. Oh my God. Congratulations. Starting running. That's amazing. And it's almost like, cool, 
Now I've got this validation. Do I actually even have to follow through with the act? So when you start to feel demotivated, when you start to find things are getting difficult, you're not searching for that hit of validation anymore because you've already got it. So it's a lot easier to put the basket down and go, "Mm, actually, I think I'm going to skip a day. Oh, actually, yeah, that diet's really hard. I'm not going to do the grocery shopping on Saturday and I'm going to, I'm going to procrastinate it until, until Wednesday. And now I've got no groceries in the house, you know, like you set yourself up for these little failures or these little setbacks that make you feel like, yes, I couldn't do it anyway. But in the meantime, you've already received the validation. So it actually doesn't matter that much. So what's my point here? Fucking acknowledge how you're starting. Acknowledge all the emotions and all the feelings you have because they're number one going to come in, like they're going to be important later on when you are feeling demotivated, when you're not feeling excited, when you're feeling like it's a drag, you need to remember how you felt at the start so you can draw on those emotions. But you also need to understand that those emotions are coming from a place of like validation. They're coming from a place of getting this massive endorphin hit because you're doing something, you're making a change, you know, you're finally doing the act that you've been saying you were going to do. Of course, you're going to feel good. So acknowledging that, of course, you're going to feel good now and probably not going to feel so good along the way. But that does not mean that you should stop. Anyway, so what will my 100 days of running look like? It will basically look like one run every single day for the next 100 days or for the next 98 days because <laughs> I've already done two runs. Um, so I don't know when 100 days is up. I have not looked at the date. I don't really want to know yet. Um, I think I'm happy just like getting out these first few and, you know, maybe when I get closer to the end, I'll, I'll look at what date um, the 100 will actually fall on. But no, I don't. I have not looked. I don't want to look. Um, I just want to take it day by day. I think for me personally, looking too far into the future is just going to be a little bit too overwhelming because then it's like, I don't know, like, what is this? Is it going to be like October or something? And it's like, holy fuck, that's October. I don't know. I'm not very good at month maths and I'm just taking a guess. Um, I, I will have to go for a minimum of two kilometers to be able to call the run successful. Now, this is a goal that I've set myself. And I think generally speaking, the minimum that I will be running is probably like three or four kilometers, but I just wanted to give myself that little bit of leeway for your extenuating circumstances. Because like, for example, I get quite bad period cramps. Um, So just in case something like that happens or there's a time constraint or an injury potentially, or even a sickness and illness. Um, So there's that. Um, And then the other thing is that like walking does not mean that the run doesn't count. Because I'm going to be trying to get my runs longer and longer and longer, I'm aware that I might not just be able to run an extra kilometer every, like, you know, every other day. Um, And I might need to implement walking to be able to build up my cardiovascular and my endurance and my pace and all the things. So I just really want to like, reaffirm to myself and to all you guys who are out there trying to be runners as well, that walking does not mean that it doesn't count. You don't need to subtract the meters that you, that you walked and, and go, Oh, actually I only ran a kilometer, even though I was out there for three Ks. No, no, no. You still get to call that a three K run, you know? Um, so yeah, that's something that I found is really, really important. And I think that's going to be really crucial, um, as time goes on. 
I actually had this realization the other day is that like we have a really big hill near our house that you have to go up to get back to our house. Like there's no way to our house that's not up a massive fucking hill. And I actually said to Pete the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, I've just realized if I just run a little bit further away, I actually don't have to run up that hill if I was trying to get a run that is like, yes, you did run all five kilometers, for example. You know, like I said, it's fine to not run up that hill and call it a five kilometer run. Even like, yeah, even with the walking, that's so perfectly fine. But I'm sure I'm going to have days where I want to hit the goal of like, yep, I ran 5K. And what I kind of came into into my mind was like, oh, yeah, if I just ran an extra like 500 meters in the opposite direction from my house before turning back around, then I wouldn't have to run up that hill and I would still be able to hit that target, which is pretty cool. Um, and then also I will be creating a spreadsheet to map out the distance, kilometers, pace, um, average pace for each run. So I'll have a spreadsheet that I can look at. I'll add the data into, um, every, every day or every couple days. Um, I'm going to be using Strava to track everything. I've already started that. Um, Pete and I were, we're each other's only friends on Strava. Um, but it was quite nice when he sent me a friend request. I was like, Ooh, look at us go. And I really like Strava because I get to upload like a little photo after every run or, you know, um, I've actually been uploading a photo of me like before the run and then after the run, which is really cool. Um, if I run like different places, I'll take photos and stuff. I might even like do some park runs. Um, if you don't know what park run is, it is like an organized event every Saturday um, in different areas all around the world. So that's super, super cool. It's always 5Ks um, and just like, yeah, a bunch of strangers get together. You register yourself. It's free. Um, yeah, a bunch of strangers get together and run. So I definitely want to try some park runs, which I think just would be so much fun. But my current goal is 10 kilometers, um, which I am really hopeful that I will hit before the 100 days. Like I'm pretty hopeful, but I just want to start with having the 10 kilometers because I feel like if I set something like I want to run 16 kilometers, that just sounds so overwhelming, guys. Sounds so overwhelming because up until Monday, I had not run further than three kilometers in my life on a jog. Like, yes, I probably run that far or further in a game of soccer but I just feel like that's so different because you're like starting and stopping and you know is sprinting and it's not necessarily as much endurance um so yeah to set myself a goal of like I want to run 16 kilometers I want to run a half marathon I'm just like whoa hold your horses let's just start with 10 kilometers right um so yeah I'm hopeful that I'll hit that before the 100 and if I do I'll adjust the goal when that happens um but yeah I just think this is I'm so excited um so yeah, like I said, <laughs> so I'm just like trying to collect my thoughts. Like I said, up until Monday, I had never run, ran further than three kilometers. And Pete actually like brought up a memory for me on Sunday night. And he, he turned to me and he said, remember how angry you used to get when I would try to get you run, you to run and how mean I would be. And this is so interesting because we're talking like, you know, four or five years ago when we were living in Victoria. And I do remember that he would try to get me to go for these jogs. Um, and I fucking hated running. I hated running with 
all of my heart. I would struggle to run 200 meters before I'd be like, no, I have to stop. I can't do this. Um, this is too hard. Like all the negative thoughts would come in and I would stop after 200 meters and then I would get really mean and I would be mean to him and I would call him names and say awful things and I'd get so cruel and swear and you know, I just, I, ne- I could never ever pick up running. And I used to feel so frustrated that he was so good at it just naturally and he could just get out there and run. And then flash forward like three years, last year when we were living in um, a different place to where we are now, I I had to jog home for something. That was, something happened and I was out on a walk and I was like, fuck, I need to get home quicker than walking. So I jogged and it turned out it was a hundred, um, it, it was one kilometer. And I was like, oh my God. I can run one kilometer and you know it was because I had to get home for something like something was happening I don't even remember what but like I realized I could run one kilometer so then Pete and I started going on these one kilometer runs and then we slowly increase it to one and a half kilometers two kilometers two and a half kilometers three kilometers and we we never got further than three and then the running kind of like we moved houses and fucking all the rest happened um but even in those runs, I, I remember like I used to get so frustrated at him when he would pull ahead of me and run, run, run further, run faster than me or further than me because I'm like, we're meant to be doing this run together. You're meant to be here to support me. And none of that was really true. Like he was very much allowed to run ahead. You know, he was never so far ahead that I couldn't see him anymore. Um, but I used to, again, just get so angry. And it's so interesting that running boards out so much frustration and anger in me. And I think it comes from this place of like wanting to be good straight away of not wanting to accept the beginner phase of a new activity. And then at the start of this year, over the summer, um, I had decided I was going to play soccer this year, which is the first year in like eight, eight years that I've played soccer. So again, I started, I picked up going for my three kilometer runs and I basically just worked on getting my three Ks faster. I always had the intention of trying to go for a 4K run, but every time it would happen, I'd just be like, oh, I just didn't feel like it. I got my period. I just... Like this happened. I always had a reason. I always had an excuse. It was too hot. Um, you know, so I just worked on getting my 3K faster and that has helped a lot and it helped with soccer. But I don't know what's overcome me because I've not been consistently running recently. I've gone for two runs in the past like two weeks and all of a sudden I'm just like, let's be a running girly. And I'm so fucking here for it. And I feel like this journey, well, I'm hoping this journey as well, watching me do this is going to yeah, impact a lot of you guys and show a lot of you guys who maybe have wanted to run or wanted to get into running and felt like it's just not for you or felt like it's too hard. I want to show you guys that you can, that it's not too hard, that you are capable of these things. So why set 100 days? Because running has been something that I've always felt that I can't do. That's the label that I gave myself. And I've always loved the gym TikTok girlies, but the running TikTok girlies intrigued me so much more because I don't know them. I can't relate to them. I don't understand them. And that is really what's pushed me to like take on this new venture. It's like expand your horizons, learn something new, um, show yourself that you can do something different. You know, like the gym TikTok girlies, push me to train harder. The running TikTok girlies push me to run for a hundred freaking days in a row. Um, but 
I'm just, I'm really, really excited to see what this is going to do to my mindset. You know, like I've said to you guys, I want to prove to myself that I can do something wild. I want to prove to myself that I can set a really big fucking goal and make it to the end because I don't think I've ever set such a big goal and actually made it to the end. And I know a lot of you guys will know about my bodybuilding journey. And yes, I felt so accomplished in that. I'm so happy with where I took that. I'm so happy with where I got to with that. But you know, the show got canceled and I didn't get on stage. So there's like a part of me that's going, well, technically you didn't finish it, you know? Um, And I can't really think of any other time in my life where I've set myself such a large goal that has like an ending that has like your finish date. I, I also want to have to push through the really hard days and build a stronger mindset and become stronger in my mindset. And running is fucking mindset. It's a mindset game. And yes, gym is mindset and you're going to have to push through hard days to go to the gym. But honestly, I'm not going to set myself go to the gym every day for a hundred days because number one, that's kind of dangerous. That's silly. Like you're going to end up burning yourself out at least with running you know you can mix it up you can go for shorter runs you can go for um sprints you can go for the long distance you can run three kilometers you can run 10 kilometers like there's a little bit more of a mix there you can go slower you can go faster where kind of with the gym it's like you're lifting weights your body needs fucking rest you know um Another reason why I want to do this for my mindset is because I want to push through the discomfort of being a beginner. And I really, really think that's something that so many people struggle with when it comes to running or when it comes to anything, when it comes to gym as well, is that they don't want to be a beginner. They're not comfortable with being a beginner because it's not familiar. It's not a safe place. It's not somewhere where they feel like the expertise. It's like be comfortable with being the smallest fish in the biggest pond, you know, it's okay to be a small fish, you know, it's actually a really good position to be in because if you're a small fish in a big pond, if you've got all these other big fish around you and you're feeling overwhelmed because, oh my God, I'm just this small little fish who doesn't know as much, who's not capable as much. It's like, look at all these amazing people you get to learn from. Look at all these people around you who get to model what you're now trying to do. So I'm just really excited to like fall back into that beginner mindset because I think as we go up, we don't allow ourselves to become beginners as often, but also we don't get as many opportunities to be beginners as often. Like, yes, for example, I've gone back to soccer this year, but I still wouldn't call myself a beginner because I played for 10 years. You know, can you really go back to being being a beginner? Yes, I'm an amateur, but I still had skills. I still picked it up quite quickly. And then one of the last things that I want to, like why I'm doing this for my mindset is I want to overcome the fear of stopping, the fear of failure, you know, and, and find it in myself to keep pushing even when I don't want to. So the fear of stopping, it can come into a couple different things here. The fear of stopping could be like, I want to push past that fear of stopping when I'm on a run and I'm trying to discredit it for myself if I stop. Like I can already feel in my mind that even though I'm telling myself like walking's okay, it still counts if it's walking. I know that I'm going to struggle the first time that I decide to slow down and I decide to walk. But I'm going to allow myself to do this at some point. But also what, you know, the other side of the fear of stopping is that I'm afraid that I'll get to a day and I'll go, I can't do this anymore. I want to quit. And I want to push past that. I want to show myself that I can get further than that point And that I don't need to stop when things get hard, 
you know, that I don't need to fear failure because there isn't failure because I can run minimum two kilometers and I can still be successful. So I didn't want this podcast episode to be too long, but I will tell you guys some things that I've learned from watching other girls on TikTok running, um, but also just literally my first two days of running. I've already learned so much. So the biggest thing that I was thinking about today when I was jogging is that in the past, I used to just focus on how hard it was and how much further I had to go. And I used to focus on things like how boring this was. Whereas what I found in the past couple of days is that I'm focusing on the view. I'm focusing on how I'm going to overtake this next person on the footpath. I'm focusing on how incredible my body feels that I can do this, even though my legs are burning, right? Even though they're screaming at me some points, I'm focusing on the music. Like I'm deviating my mind to so many more enjoyable and pleasant things. Something that I've also learned from watching the TikToks is that you need to run slower. However fast you're running now, you probably need to run slower. And that's a failure of a lot of people when they start running is that they go bull, like, you know, bull out the gate. They start sprinting. Basically they're running so fast. And I've even caught myself a few times, like thinking that I'm running slow. And then I look at my pace and I'm like, oh, actually that's not a very slow pace. If I'm planning on running further than this, I'm probably going to need to start my first kilometer slower because otherwise I'm going to gas myself out. Right. And then the other thing that I've learned is that yeah, chafing really fucking happens. When I ran in the rain on my first day, day one guys was in the rain. I, I started day one, first day of my period and raining. And I just thought, We start in the hardest circumstances so that it can only get easier in the future. But I'm telling you, the chafe is real. So I saw somebody on TikTok say, use coconut oil or like baby oil. Just put a little bit between your thighs or where like your bike shorts might ride up. Or if you've got running shorts, but they've got those in like inner bike shorty things in your running shorts, add some where they sit and it's just going to like make those... (laughs) Sorry for the sound effect. It's just going to make your thighs like not chafe and not grip onto each other. But lastly, get fucking new runners. I do not have new runners yet. And holy ass, I need some. So that is like number one on my list to get some new runners. I don't know about you guys, but my runners are like two to three years old. I don't really remember. I think I got them in 2020. So they're very old. They're very worn down. And I need specific running runners as well. But that is where I'm going to leave you guys because I don't want to talk your ear off. And I feel like I actually could talk about this forever because I am so excited. But I would love to hear all your questions. I would love to hear your relationships to running. I would love to hear how, you know, you guys feel about running. If you've tried it before, if you want to get into it. Um, I'm definitely looking for running buddies in the future. I would love to be going on some jogs with some friends, with some people. Um, Maybe we could even, oh my God, guys, if you're on the sunny coast, how much fun would it be if we all went to like a park run together? Oh, that would be so cool. Please hit me up if that would be something you were interested in, even if you've literally never ran before. We can fucking do this together. Oh my God, that would be amazing. But 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening to my story, my journey. I'm so excited for you guys to follow along. Um, if you do want to follow along, make sure to follow me on TikTok. It is literally just hannahrose.fit on TikTok, just like my Instagram. Actually, I lied. That's a lie. My TikTok handle is hannahisselfitness, all one word. My Instagram is hannahrose.fit if you would like to follow me there as well. But as always, do not forget to subscribe to the Most Delicious Life podcast so you never miss a Wednesday episode. And if you have not already, please hit that five-star button. Go over to Apple Podcast and give us a review. It just means the world. And if you liked this episode, if there was an episode in the past that you enjoyed, if you want more people to listen to the Most Delicious Life podcast, share her to your to your Instagram. Take a screenshot of it. Maybe even take a, take a photo of where you're listening to this episode so we can all join in with you but i love you guys so much thank you for listening and i'll see you on the next episode of the most delicious life podcast